Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the 29th Sunday of the year. Today in our second reading, St. Paul reminds Timothy how useful Scripture is for preachers and believers. It's useful for teaching, for correction, and for living as we should. Now today we hear from both the first reading and the Gospel a teaching about prayer. But each of these readings, I believe, calls for a note of caution. In today's Gospel, Jesus' teaching about prayer can be summed up in one phrase, stick with it, or in the language of our translation, persist in prayer. Earlier on in Luke's Gospel, Jesus tells about a person going to the door of a friend at midnight asking for some bread to feed an unexpected visitor. And when the friend says, go away, I'm in bed with my children, Jesus says, well, friendship might not get him out of bed, but if you keep on knocking and shouting about it, that should work. Similarly today, consider the widow in the gospel, another persistent person who drives an unjust judge right up to give a just decision in her favor. He confesses that while he has no fear of God nor of any other human being, this woman is driving him crazy. And he says, I fear she might let me have it, or one translation has, she might give me a black eye. Now the caution here, Jesus is not saying God is like a friend sleeping and you have to wake God up, or God is like an unjust judge and you have to keep badgering God, even threatening God to get what you want. But Jesus is making a contrast that if persistence works with these folks, be it a friend asleep or an unjust judge, How much more quickly won't God hear your prayers? Won't the Father give his good gifts to those who love him? Won't your loving Father give you justice? Won't your loving Father give you the Holy Spirit if you ask for it? Now consider also the first reading. There we find Moses praying for his men who are fighting Amalek, which is a name for the tribe called the Amalekites. They were trying to deprive the Israelites of access to water. And when Moses prays, his men win the battle. But his outstretched arms get weary, and victory goes to the other side when his arms start to fall. So he asks help from Aaron and Hur, who hold up his arms in prayer. And we are told, God mowed down Amalek and put them to the sword. So what's the lesson here? If we get enough people to pray with us, God will mow down our enemies. This is why the final thing Jesus says today is so important. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? Will Jesus find faith in the God he came to reveal? Luke's gospel has been called the gospel of prayer. More than any other gospel, Luke shows us Jesus praying. He does this at the important times. For instance, in Luke, he prays after his baptism, and that's when the voice speaks, calling him the beloved son, and the Holy Spirit descends while he's praying. He prays before the transfiguration event. He prays before he picks the 12 apostles. He prays uh, in Gethsemane, and he prays from the cross. Jesus was a man of prayer, and he taught us how to pray. When you pray, say, Our Father, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Forgive us, give us daily bread. Persistent prayer, yes, but pray as Jesus prayed. Pray for justice and peace and forgiveness and the good of all God's children. 
Will your father refuse these gifts? This is Father Jim Wallace, now in Washington, D.C., part of a new team for evangelization, along with Father Phil Dabney and Father Francis Gargani. And please keep us in your prayers. God bless. Have a good Sunday. Thank you.